You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Welcome to the Truth Report. I'm Barry Nussbaum. German Chancellor Andrea Merkel visited President Donald Trump at the White House last week. While you can never know everything that was discussed in the Oval Office private meeting, we can piece together a pretty good picture of what was discussed by reviewing the Business Roundtable video, plus the address from each of the leaders in front of the press, and their subsequent answers to the press's questions. Here are the main points we should take away from last week's meeting. 1. President Trump on Friday once again suggested former President Barack Obama wiretapped him during the 2016 election. The president briefly touched on the wiretapping comment controversy when asked by a reporter from Germany about his allegations from earlier this month. Quote, at least we have something in common, perhaps, unquote, Trump quipped. Merkel cracked a smile as reporters in the room laughed. Trump's comment was a reference to a 2013 report that the U.S. National Security Agency had listened in on Chancellor Merkel's phone calls unknowingly. An inquiry was launched in the allegations after former NSA worker Edward Snowden revealed details of the secret U.S. eavesdropping programs. Merkel declared at that time that, quote, spying among friends was unacceptable, unquote. The incident blemished an otherwise strong diplomatic relationship between Obama and Merkel. Number two, Russia and Putin. What is the issue here? Well, Andrea Merkel is a Putin expert. She grew up in East Germany when it was still part of the old Soviet bloc. She speaks fluent Russian. Merkel speaks to Putin virtually every week by telephone. She has told confidants she sees it as part of her essential duty. However, she is not someone who admires Putin in the same way Trump has expressed, so she will be a good person to temper his enthusiasm for Russia and Putin. Merkel is the EU leader who knows Putin the most intimately. We will need to watch to see if Trump changes any of his statements regarding the Russian leader in the future after the Merkel meeting. Number three, NATO. Is Germany aligned with the U.S. on NATO? Well, not so much until last week. Merkel should be pleased that some of Trump's envoys have expressed commitments to NATO way more supportive than his statements during the campaign. Still, he continues to demand that NATO members increase to 2% of GDP their defense expenditures. Only four nations, Greece, Estonia, Britain, and Poland, are spending that much. Germany is, get this, number 14 way down the list with just 1.2% of its GDP to defense. Still, that's $39 billion. Trump said many nations owe vast sums of money from past years and it's very unfair to the United States, unquote. And these nations must pay what they owe, he says. He then thanked Merkel, who was standing beside him, for Germany's apparent commitment to increase defense spending and work towards contributing 2% of GDP to NATO. Once Germany gets up to that promised level, they will still be well under the U.S. contribution of 3.6%. G20 
Germany, don't forget, is on the front line. The United States is thousands of miles away from the possible enemy of Russia and all the others in the Middle East. On this point, it would seem that Trump's negotiating in the press about NATO has paid off in terms of raising the German contribution. Number four, vocational training was a topic of discussion. Chancellor, thank you very much. It's such a great honor to get to know you, to be with you. I want to thank all of the business leaders who have joined us to discuss a subject that's very important to me, training our workforce for the 21st century, especially with respect to manufacturing jobs. We're working every day to bring back jobs to our country, and thousands and thousands are already coming back. You're seeing it, you're reading about it in the papers every single day. We want to make sure that we have the workforce development programs. We need to ensure these jobs are being filled by American workers. Trump talked about it in a statement to the press. This demonstrates further evidence, by the way, of the first daughter's influence in the White House. A White House official said Merkel's staff reached out to Ivanka Trump about setting up the business meeting which took place earlier in the day. During the session, Trump and Merkel talked with American and German executives and discussed how these companies can better train workers in both countries. In his opening remarks, Trump said that, quote, training our workforce for the 21st century was a top priority. And then he added, we want to make sure we have the workforce development programs we need to ensure these jobs are being filled by American workers. Ivanka Trump, who recruited the American executives in attendance, guided the discussion. She praised her father's commitment to creating millions of jobs and stressed the need for private investment. She noted, quote, ingenuity, creativity often comes from the determination of the private sector, unquote from Ivanka. The conversation was focused on vocational training and workforce development, not on the more difficult issues of international trade. At the end of the session, Ivanka Trump said the executives would form a task force and they will provide a report in three months detailing programs that could be expanded and ways the countries can work together in the future on job creation. This was the second international workforce meeting coordinated with Ivanka Trump. You may remember, during Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's visit last month, she helped organize a meeting on economic development opportunities for women. That came together at the suggestion of Trudeau's office. Participants from the United States in the meeting last week included the CEOs of Dow Chemical, IBM, and Salesforce, and from the German side, BMW, Siemens, and Schaffler. Number five, I'm sure you remember, trade was a big campaign issue for President Trump last year. Germany posted a $65 billion trade surplus with the United States, and so far this year, they're running ahead of last year's record number. During the campaign, Trump had threatened to impose a 35% tariff on German car makers who import their products into the United States. But Merkel could also point out that in reality, in 2015, German direct investment in the United States hit $255 billion. 
and a lot of it, German automakers plants in the U.S. that employ 670,000 American workers. They produce cars in the U.S. for U.S. customers. U.S. investment in Germany is less than half of that level. Chancellor Merkel mentioned to the press on Friday that Germans are now less in favor of completely open trade. Boy, oh boy, I have no idea what changes are going to come on trade between our two countries. Number six, refugees and counterterrorism is probably the biggest source of contention between Trump and Merkel. During Donald Trump's campaign, he said that Merkel was ruining Germany by accepting hundreds of thousands of Syrian refugees who Trump claims conceal hordes of terrorists. He quickly pounced on the Christmas truck attack in Berlin by a Tunisian terrorist proclaiming, I've been proven right. He's probably right on that one. Trump has said many times that immigration is a privilege, not a right. And Merkel, hinting at the differences between the U.S. and German policy, says, quote, this is obviously something we had an exchange of views about, unquote. Oh, boy, I wish we could have heard what was said behind closed doors. Remember, Chancellor Merkel is running for re-election this fall, and many Germans are very, very unhappy with soaring crime tied to their open immigration policies put in place by Merkel's government. She may move to a less liberal policy before election time. Stay in touch. We will be following up on this story, of course. You can handle the truth. We intend to bring it to you. I'm Barry Newsbaum. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.